Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too? Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story is titled, My Brother Humiliated Me at a Family Meal Over How I Manage My Medical Condition. A bit of background for you all. I, 46 female, was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes about six months ago. The diagnosis was completely unexpected as there is no family history of the condition whatsoever. Even after six months, I'm still finding my feet and learning how to live with this dreadful disease. It has not been easy and has been a steep learning curve. In fact, living with type 1 diabetes is one of the most challenging things I've ever had to face. I'm still grieving my pre-diagnosis life and getting used to the constant curveballs the disease throws at me. I get very emotional at times and my mental health has taken a beating. To put it simply, living with type 1 diabetes sucks a lot of the time, but I'm getting there slowly, one day at a time. Sorry if this feels like a lecture, but I need to give you guys some context so that you can understand just why my brother's behavior was so upsetting. For those of you that don't know much about type 1 diabetes, here's some info. As T1D, my body doesn't produce insulin, which means I rely on regular injections to regulate my blood sugars. It is not caused by lifestyle or diet like type 2 diabetes sometimes is. I cannot cure my condition with diet or by changing my lifestyle in any way. I did not cause my condition through bad lifestyle choices. It's an autoimmune condition. For some reason, at some point, my body decided to turn on itself and start attacking the beta cells in my pancreas that produce insulin. There is nothing I can do to stop it or reverse it. It has taken me six months to get my head around this, but unfortunately, it does not help that I have to face constant misinformed, unsolicited advice from people. I've come to learn that I am my best doctor. I manage my condition the only way there is. Insulin therapy, multiple doses per day. Everything affects blood glucose levels. Not just foods, carbs, sugar, everything. Exercise, hormones, stress, time of day, weather, caffeine, medication, illness, lack of sleep, decision making, etc, etc, etc. It is a constant elimination and guessing game filled with so many variables to predict the effects of. It takes up a huge amount of energy to manage this condition day in and day out with no time off. All this I have learned just from six months of living with T1D and I wholeheartedly applaud those who have done it for far longer, not least their entire lives. With all this in mind, I hope you can understand a little more my reaction to my brother. As I am in the early stages of diagnosis, I am still trying to work out how insulin affects me and what variables can be at play. Therefore, I'm still relatively cautious when trying to match my carbs to insulin. Just to clarify, UNDs can eat anything they want. There is no diet as such. All you have to do is take the correct amount of insulin to match the food, carbs slash sugar, and sometimes fat slash protein, to what you are going to eat. You are simply doing the job your pancreas cannot. So, as a relative, 
newbie, it can still take me a while to figure out the right dose for what I want to eat. Sometimes I get it wrong and take too little insulin and my blood glucose goes too high. Sometimes I take too much insulin, my blood glucose goes too low. Sometimes I miraculously manage to hit that sweet spot and get it just right. I've explained this all to my family many times now, and while I understand the details are hard to understand, I feel the basics should be in place for them. Hugh, my brother. So, earlier today, I was enjoying a family meal with my husband, my brother, his wife, my dad, aunt and uncle. The main course went fine and nobody mentioned T1D or commented on what I was doing to manage it. But then came dessert. Dessert is generally harder to control with T1D because the amount of fast-acting sugar and carbs contained in the food. It can be done, but matching the insulin and taking it at the correct time is an art I am yet to perfect. So for now, I settle for smaller portions so as to have less room for error regarding the matching of insulin. My dad had made his famous sticky toffee pudding with lashings of toffee sauce. Everybody started digging into the dish and filling their bowls. When it was my turn to take some, I scooped just a small helping into my bowl and did not include any custard with it. I was hoping to savor the flavor without having to risk any extreme highs or lows, as I probably already had enough insulin on board from the mains to cover this amount of dessert. However, my brother didn't seem to understand or accept what I was doing. As I dished out my portion, he shouted, quite aggressively I might add, to stop picking and eat a normal portion like everyone else or don't eat any at all. I honestly did not know how to respond. I literally froze for a moment and then felt my cheeks go red from embarrassment as everyone in the room stopped and stared at me. I managed to get it together just in time to reply that I was being careful because of my T1D, to which he replied, well, if you're so worried about your diabetes, then you shouldn't be eating that stuff at all. And then he just took his bowl of sticky toffee pudding, walked off and sat at the table as though nothing had happened. My husband and I just looked at each other, utterly gobsmacked, and no one said anything. I felt like running away and hiding, and it took everything I had not to cry. I know I should have stood up for myself more, but I was honestly just so shocked at his insensitivity. This is all still so new to me and still so raw. I am now back in my own home typing this in floods of tears. My husband is trying his best to console me, but he's just so angry with my brother for saying such hurtful things to me. Incidentally, my brother is known for being rather tactless at times, so I've always told my husband to just ignore him and to not say anything in case it starts a fight. I don't want my husband to alienate himself from the rest of my family, just because of some stupid thing my brother has said. I just feel so utterly humiliated and alone. I'm angry at the lack of understanding and empathy my brother has despite me explaining T1D to him many times now. I don't expect him to be an expert or anything, but am I asking too much just for a little compassion from him? Now, firstly, I'm extremely sorry that you're going through that. I'm not sure if any of you guys remember, but a few, I don't know, episodes ago, I told you about how a friend of mine was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes around December, January time as well. And the troubles they went through to get that initial diagnosis and the lack of knowledge that I saw her face in that moment from professionals as well. It was quite frightening to be quite honest, but I'm really sorry for what you're going through it. I can see it's incredibly challenging and, and in this, I can see that you're doing your best to sort of manage your diagnosis. And like I said, talking to this friend and, and what they are going through themselves, it's, you know, it, it sounds very, very similar. It's tough enough without facing judgment from others, especially family members as well. 
Your feelings are completely valid in every possible way in this. So take time to process those feelings and maybe even if you feel like you can face doing it, reach out to your brother directly and, and tell him about the way he hurt you. You know, it's very easy for people to make these offhand comments and they don't really understand. I'm not making excuses for it, but they don't understand the pain they've caused until they're confronted with it. What he said was absolutely awful and something I could never imagine saying to my friend who's also going through something very, very similar. And just remember that your brother's comments are a reflection of his own lack of understanding and sensitivity towards this and not a reflection of your ability to manage your condition. You sound like you're doing your very best in an incredibly tough situation. You should be proud of yourself for that. But some of the comments says, one says, Sadly, I had the same problem at my sister's house when she had made a Victoria sponge cake with strawberries and cream on. I've just been eating low carb so I can keep my insulin levels down. She wasn't happy that I refused to eat it. I just had a few strawberries while she glared at me disapprovingly. Lol. Next comment says, I'm sorry OP, but your brother is a complete knob. And he's putting in his place. Tell him to F off. Carry on doing you, no matter what anyone else thinks. You're amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. Next comment says, what a horrible way to behave towards you. So sorry you had to suffer through that. Sounds like he doesn't understand your situation and what's involved in having type 1 diabetes. Could you perhaps send him some literature so he can better understand? Maybe message him to tell him how ridiculous, unpleasant, and totally unnecessary his comments was, even if you weren't type 1. Next comment says, that's rude regardless of diabetes or not. How you choose to eat is your business and certainly not his. How would he like it if you did the same to him and commented on his portions? Next comment says, fellow type 1 diabetic here from the club that no one wants to join. Lol. There's always one who is the oracle of what a diabetic should and shouldn't eat. Blows my mind how people think they have a given right to say whatever they like. It's like saying I'm an overweight person or an extremely thin person. Eat this or you should really be eating that. Absolutely grinds my gears. I would have said, I'll eat what and how much I want because I'm a fucking adult. Then a commenter makes a comment which OP replies to. So the commenter says, you comment on what your brother eats and drinks. I'd have a word with him and if that doesn't work, then maybe you need to look into removing the negative energy from your inner circle. OP says, I purposely don't comment. I understand the difficulties people can have with food and he should too. He's on the edge of obesity and he has always struggled with his weight. I'm careful to not comment because I know his weight upsets him. That's one of the things that annoys me most about it. I'm sensitive to him, but he does not reciprocate. A commenter replies saying, So you need to address that. Everything should work both ways. If he ends up type 2 diabetic, then who will he turn to for support? That is the problem. We tiptoe around others to make them feel comfortable, yet we end up on the receiving end. You're not out to upset him. You just want him to understand. And another comment says, I would have flicked it in his face and said, You tried living a day in my shoes and see how you manage, you feckin' idiot. Chin up. You got this. And a couple more comments. One saying, personally, I don't think anyone should be questioning the portion size of the food you eat or what you eat. At the best of times. Never mind loudly in front of everyone else. Can you speak to your brother separately? If you don't speak to him face to face, then maybe text him just so he knows how he made you feel. And the final comment says, lack of understanding is unfortunately very common with type 1. My advice would be to leave it for now. But when you are feeling a little less emotional, just let him know how much he upset you 
and that type one is a complex condition that you make decisions for day in and day out. And he needs to understand that although he means well, his comments are not helpful. Big hugs. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So OP did update the post and they said, thanks everyone. Some of your comments really cheered me up and made me laugh. He also made me realize that I wasn't being unreasonable in my reaction and I do need to pull my brother up more on his behavior. My husband and I had a long chat about what happened and he said how much he really wanted to say something to my brother at the time, but he felt he couldn't because I had asked him not to. We agreed that this couldn't be allowed to happen again. I've said to my husband that the next time he can say what he likes and I don't care what happens. I have also agreed that I need to be more outspoken when my brother says things like this in the future. I've memorized a few of the things that commenters have suggested to say back to him and if it ever happens again, I will be ready. I've also spoken to my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, about how it made me feel and she's going to have a word with him. She is a force to be reckoned with so I know she won't hold back on him. I know this is not a very exciting update for you all but I'm glad I posted as you all have been so supportive and made me feel so much stronger. If anything happens in the future with this then I will be sure to update you further. Thank you all for your kindness and understanding. Now, I'm glad that you're taking this stance in the end and you're deciding to take things head on if needed, especially with your husband's support. We've seen it far too many times in these Reddit stories where we say, but family, we see it within the stories, but family, you can't upset this person because they're family. But if they're saying awful, hurtful things, they deserve to be called out on it. That's all there is to it, really. Sure, it may be a lack of understanding on his part, but you don't say stupid shit like that. And if you do, you made a mistake, you apologize for it. I also think possibly getting the sister-in-law on board as well and letting her know you're hurt is a good way forward. Let her talk to him and let him know how it made you feel in the process. Like I said, this is a very, very close story to me. So many similarities I'm seeing in it with what my friend is going through at the same time and seeing them go through the struggles, the pain, dealing with their own mental issues around this. Well, I've seen it like tackling type one is full time in itself. It's absolute madness. And that's without talking about every other day life things going on at the same time. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you say to OP if you saw them? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Ingenuity No 4645 and says, Am I the asshole for walking out and leaving my partner alone during his pre-op surgery hold because he pissed me off with his request? 
My partner, 31 male and I, 33 female, have been together for eight years. We're engaged but have no set wedding date due to the issues that keep arising. One of those being him needing to have surgery which occurred on Monday. As scheduled, we checked into the hospital Sunday evening. This was his first time going under the knife. We both were nervous but he was especially uneasy. I stayed with him the entire night. There wasn't much sleep considering the level of anxiety and with the nurses coming and going. The surgery itself was moderately risky. As the doctor said, it's not perfectly ideal, but he has age on his side. By morning, he seemed to settle down. They took us to the pre-op holding room. Once in there, he said, listen, if anything bad happens, call your mum. My mum? Call my mum? Really? What an odd request. I thought for sure he was going to say, if anything happens, I love you. Nope, call your mum. The more I thought about it, the more pissed off I became. I asked him, you think I'm not capable of handling things should something go wrong? He said, I'd prefer your mum be with you to help you make decisions. Okay, so he doesn't fully trust me and feels I need to have my mother supervise me through the process should something go wrong. I mean, God forbid if you pass on the operating table, of course I'd call my mum. But he wasn't even talking about that. And what exactly is my mum supposed to do? Gang bust into the operating room and body slam the doctors out of the way so she can work on him. We started arguing about it. I was getting increasingly frustrated, so I ended up telling him that I'd just go home and have my mum come to the hospital right now so she can be his advocate. As I walked out, he called me a dumbass and then said, thanks. I didn't leave the hospital. I went to the waiting room and remained there until the doctor came out. About 15 minutes before he came to get me, I started feeling bad because yeah, if something does happen, we left off arguing, which we never do. The remainder of the day, we didn't speak much about anything because he was off and on sleeping, in pain, so I sat with him quietly. The next day, he was kind of cold towards me, but honestly, I let the entire thing go by then. Wednesday afternoon, he was discharged home. My mum called just shortly after getting home to ask if she could bring us dinner. I appreciated the offer because I hadn't even thought about dinner yet. I asked him if he was okay with her coming over with dinner because I know for myself after a hospital stay, I may or may not be up for visitors coming over, depending on how I feel. His response was, well, that's up to you because I don't want you to feel like your mother can cook better than you do. Because she was still on the phone and overheard what he said. She wanted to know what he meant. When she arrived, I told her what had happened. She was flattered he had asked for her, then said I overreacted and scolded me for leaving him alone in pre-op. I'm not sure if I read that in a, in a completely different way to what OP was saying because the way I read it is that he wanted her mum there to be able to support her in case anything happened to him. It kind of felt like he was considering her feelings in this, the stuff that she might be going through at that time. So for you to be able to take it as you do think I'm not capable of handling things should something go wrong and etc etc... That just feels kind of awful to me. Old says you're the arsehole. He probably said it because he wanted to make sure you had support if God forbid you had to make a really tough decision. He was nervous and you left him there and acted like a total arsehole and then continued to sulk. Yeah, and just coming into it again, thinking about the way that he was probably feeling when he was telling you this. He was probably terrified himself. Username says, wow, you're the arsehole. He's the one having surgery. He's terrified. He knows that you're also scared and that You've been there for him. So he tells you that if anything goes wrong, he wants to know you are being supported. And your response is to lash out at him. That he thinks you can't handle yourself. 
Um, obviously you can't. Fear the living says you're the arsehole. Your level of anger makes no sense. This is extremely petty and ridiculous. Right before he has surgery, no less. You sound exhausting. At a time when he needed rest and assurance. I'm sure he was scared. You have a blowout over something so minor. Like, what even is this? 156 says you're the asshole. He made a simple request because he wanted to make sure you had the support you might need in order to be able to support him. He was scared. He wanted the security of extra hands on deck. And you made it about you. You took it in the worst possible light and made a small reasonable request into an insult and personal attack on you. And you left him without any support at all. In quotes, I appreciated the offer because I hadn't even thought about dinner yet. And says, wow, sure seems like your mum is a good person to have on hand when you are stressed out and emotional. Too bad no one thought to call her. I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't trust you to prioritize my care while I was incapacitated if this is how you handle things. It's too bad your mother wasn't already there, so he'd have at least had someone there with him while you went off to be a drama queen and have a tantrum. And the final comment from do you have any idea who says you're the asshole so much in quotes. The surgery itself was moderately risky. As the doctor said, it's not perfectly ideal, but he has age on his side. And then says, in the surgeon's own words, this was a risky surgery. Your fiance was very nervous, even scared about the surgery. In the event he didn't pull through, he asked that you call your mother. For you, he asked you call your mother so you wouldn't be alone. And you spun that into a negative and took it as criticism of your capabilities and left him alone. Wow. When my mum visited her 91-year-old mother for the last time, as she was saying goodbye, about to get on a plane and fly 3,000 miles away, my grandmother looked at her and said, Next time, bring Wally, my dad. Did she say that because she thought my mum was incapable? No, she was thinking of my mum not having to do this all by herself. It was the last time they spoke as my grandmother died two days later. And indeed, the next time she came, my dad was with her. You owe your fiancé a heartfelt apology for abandoning him in his time of need. And he was so vulnerable and scared. I don't know how, but you need to make it up to him and work to gain his trust. You may find he's not in a rush to set a date. Oh, bloody hell, that grandmother sounds like a caring woman in that story. That set me off, that did. But what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much for being involved and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 